Experience the joy of watching your friends and family's faces light up when you feed them wild game you harvested and made them delicious sausages or meat you barbecue and grill with the finest seasonings available. Visit our friends at Waltons.com to find everything you need to turn wild game into tasty meat snacks or spice up your barbecue with new flavors and seasonings. With over 500 seasonings to choose from, there's something that everyone will love. They even have step-by-step videos and how-to articles at Beachistics to help you go from animal to edible. Use coupon RANGERS15 at checkout to save 15% on your first order at Waltons.com. Waltons, everything but the meat. This is Jared Sandler, and you're listening to the Ranger Report Podcast. TK is talking about a car. Hey, I'm doing the Ranger Report Podcast. It's TK Roby, yeah. The Ranger Report. Yeah, the Ranger Report. If you want the inside scoop, listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go. This is the Ranger Report podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. All right, everybody, welcome to the Ranger Report podcast. I am Ben Dieter. You can find me on Twitter at bdieter 75 I am CJ Berryman. You can find me at CJB underscore RR on the Twitter thing. And our guest today is Mason Englert of the Hickory Crawdads. Mason, how you doing today, sir? Good, how are y'all? Thank y'all for having me. Doing yes, well. Sir. All right, let's start out. We are over halfway through the season. How are you feeling right now at this point of the season? I feel really good. This year, I am uh, just looked up and realized we only had six regular season outings left and hopefully a couple more with some postseason action. But uh, it's the kind of thing really. Dang, I wish I had 12 more. You know what I mean? You're learning, <laughs> so much. learning so much as the season goes on. It's been so much fun this year. So um, definitely don't want to be on that back stretch, which is kind of what we're, what we're approaching right now. You, uh, you cut your hair. Last time we had you on, you had, a, you had some locks going. What happened there? Yeah. Uh, just trying to grow up a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. Uh, so – What's the friendly competition been like with you, you know, you and, and Ricky Fuzzballs and, and TK Roby and, you know, has it been nice to have such a good rotation down there? I mean, you guys are kicking ass. Yeah, it's been really good. Um, it's just kind of support each other. Like we, we all go through our ups and downs. So nobody's, um, when you're going through your downs, nobody's rooting for you to go bad or something like that. Cause it is competition, but nobody's like that. Cause I mean, everybody goes through their ups and downs. Um, and we've been supportive, seeing each other do well, and we're all just trying to be good at the same time to win games and string some wins together. That sounds good. All right, so you personally, you I looked it up. You have about almost 11 strikeouts per nine innings right now in Hickory. Last year, your overall, you have about a 10.4 strikeouts per nine innings. So what do you think you're doing, and what's kind of your swing and miss put-away pitch this year? Um, can I make um, a guess? Can I make a guess? <laughs> yeah, Change up? Change up. Yeah, it's been. Hey, y'all just TK is stopping by my car. I get told, hey, I'm doing the Ranger Report podcast. It's oh. TK Roby. Yeah. TK, what's up, TK? What's up, TK? We need to get him on. We need to get him on. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. <laughs> get TK room together. <laughs> oh, cool. uh, yeah. We need to get him on. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, answer that question. Change up's been good. 
um, to lefty is actually, um, it's really been, there's kind of, you kind of cut my, my season into a couple of sections. Like the beginning of the year, I was putting up some decent numbers as far as like giving up runs and everything, but wasn't quite getting the strikeouts I was looking for. Then there was a, a second part where I started getting more strikeouts um, just based on pitch usage and where I was going more often, the velo coming up a little bit. Um, then I had like a four week stretch or so where I gave up some runs and kind of had a, a struggle. Um, I wouldn't really pitch them different or bad. It was just like I got, gave up some untimely home runs, like for about a month straight, it felt like. Um, and then the last three or four weeks, um, I made an adjustment with one of our pitching coordinators, my pitching coach, um, like a delivery adjustment. Um, and then an arsenal adjustment where I started throwing um, a cutter type pitch as opposed to like a slower slider like I had been throwing. And that pitch has carried really good swing and miss. I've used it the least out of my pitches so far because it is new. Um, but then with that mechanical mechanical adjustment, the fastball in the top part of the zone has played better and been really good for swing and miss. Um, and the changeups remain like good. And the curveball has also gone up in swing and miss. But if there's one like put away pitch, um, fastball's up or uh, the cutter slider to the righties and then to change, change up to lefties definitely. And uh, I, I, had to, I have to wonder, you know, at the stage you're at in your career, you're you're at high A right now. What is more important to you? Is it having that really high strikeout count or going real deep into games? I think they go hand in hand because um, usually if you're getting, I wouldn't say the strikeout count is what's important. It's more like the percentage. Okay. Because um, that does show like that your stuff is playing well and you're getting <clears throat> swing and miss and putting guys away, which is like one of the most important things now. Um, so if you're getting a good strikeout percentage, you're probably going to be able to go deep in games. So the whole idea with the strikeouts is getting to two strikes within three pitches. Um, and then from there, putting them away uh, or putting them on their heels where they're making weak contact within four or five pitches. Um, so either strike out or like have them on their heels where they can't take a confident swing at a pitch that they're seeing coming at them. Yeah. And so you've, you've kind of talked a little bit about it um, already, but what, what's your approach been different, you know, going up a level, obviously it gets harder each time you can move up, you know, so what are you doing differently this year or have you had to adapt this year to uh, going from down East to Hickory? Uh, I'm sorry, I lost you for a second, but were you just asking like, what's been the difference in approach from down East to Hickory? Yeah. Um, really there, I've learned more how my stuff's played. Um, kind of like I've, I felt better this year um, off the field. Like I've been in a better headspace and I've uh, been able to like sleep better, like get better. Um, there's just other things going on last year. Sleep, sleep, is, sleep is very important. <laughs> very important. Yeah. I, there's had things off the field that are making it hard to just live life, much less like play baseball. And now right. that um, I put the work in to take care of those, like the things that help you recover, like eating and sleep are like, I've been super good this season. So it's been easier to recover from outing to outing. So instead of having like this dip in stuff, like I did last year, my beetle went down, everything got worse. And I was just trying to hang on. Um, this year I've been able to like see progress as the season goes on um, from learning and having my body recovering where it needs to be. Um, but my difference in approach when I'm actually on the game has just been, um, I know why my pitches get swings and misses where they do um, as far, as far as like the angles they are approaching the strike zone horizontally and vertically. And um, it kind of gives you more conviction behind each pitch because you know that if you can execute these pitches over the course of a season, like you're going to get unlucky sometimes, but more often than not, it's going to go in your favor. So over the course of the season, it's going to end up being good. So between starts, I know you guys out at an Arizona, you guys have the lab. That's what they call it. And I know media is not allowed in the lab. It's just for <laughs> yeah. you guys, but I mean, you've got so many stats and so much, uh, so much material you can lean on now looking at all yourself, the analytics, all yeah. the analytics, everything. Like, do you make, I guess you guys make minor adjustments between each start. And then even during a start, you try to make minor adjustments. Yeah, a lot of uh, adjustments. A lot of times there's just, you just got to chalk it up to like there's some pitches that get hit. It's like, oh, it's a good pitch. And for the majority of the time, like I said, it's not going to get hit. Um, but usually it's not so much like 
adjustments moving wise. It's more like, like physically moving. It's more, where should I be trying to execute this pitch? What can I do to help me feel throwing this pitch to where it's going to play out most optimally? Um, and you just kind of go from there. I'm still there. I just got a call. Just hung up. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> That's all right. So. <laughs> Tell them you're on the range report. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Tell TK to shut up too. No, I'm just kidding. That no, was no. my mom. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. No. Oh, no. You now I'm a that. jerk. Oh, we could have held, man. You should have taken that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm oh, oh goodness, I'm I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble with Mama Englert, you know. And she's probably gonna listen, CJ. So I'm gonna make oh, sure to highlight crap. that. Ma'am, I am so sorry. Uh, I'm I'm dumb. You're smart. I'm I'm unattractive. She's beautiful. You know, now that you guy. insulted, now that you insulted Mason's mom, TK is never gonna come on with us. Yeah, crap. I'm just giving you a hard time again. Oh my goodness, but. We, uh, yeah, so we just sometimes you make adjustments. Like, if there's things that consistently aren't going good, then you just roll with it. Uh, then, then you'll make like adjustments. Like, I was doing a thing coming down the mound where I was more like leaning forward and I wasn't getting, um, I was getting separation rotationally, but not like through T spine extension. And when we made a quick adjustment, um, that my coordinator saw compared to when my Vila was up a little bit more in the past, um, it's made it just made everything play a little better. So, those kinds of adjustments are made, but you're not just. If, if something goes bad, it's very important to not overthink everything and rewrite the book just because you had one bad start or even a streak of bad starts. Well, and, and overall, other than staying healthy, I mean, do you have any personal goals for the remainder of the 2020, 2022, it's hard to say, <laughs> 2022 for the rest of the season? There we go, Mason. Um, just pitch, have fun. Like, I just stay present, not worry about anything other than where we're at right now. And um, I've had a really good time every day this season. And, uh, I saw I was having a good conversation with somebody recently, but I almost saw myself because it's end of the year is coming up and it's like I want to somehow find a way to do more and be better and do this and that. And it's like just stay in that same flow state, like you're in the middle of the seat middle of the season and just enjoy it. Be grateful that you still got six weeks left. And uh, that's my only goal is just have a really good time and like stay present with the moment. All right. Well, we've never had a player on today on the trade deadline before. So I've always wanted to ask how nerve wracking it is for everyone just sitting around waiting to hear if your name's going to be called in a trade. I'll be honest, I had no idea it was a trade deadline today. <laughs> well, yeah. that's good then. That's good. So you that's don't good. think about it that that's much. That's good. Yeah. And it was like somewhat somewhere, you know, this time of year is when it happens. But uh, I don't know. I've just, just got to chill and like whatever. It's, there's so much that's out of your control. And it's like if you worry about it, then you're just going to cause yourself a lot of right. stress. So you kind of just relax. It's like if, if you were to get traded, if player to get traded, it's like kind of just got to be okay with it. If if you don't, I like, can't hope for one way or the other. You just got to relax and Boy. Yeah, so I guess I guess if up. your name if your name's not out there all the time like some people's some people's are, it's not that big of a deal, huh? Yeah, for sure. I also I don't get on social media or look at um, anything, oh. so so I'm just totally in my own world. Yeah, you you and uh, uh, Ricky Fuzzballs did the same thing. I used to talk to Ricky all the time on social media, and then once the season started, he cut me off. <laughs> so, but he and I we have a, a fun running thing. He he uh, he had a video of him pitching in the off season with Sam Huff, mm-hmm. and he was wearing the same black camo shorts that I have. So every time that uh, that he pitches, I wear the black camo shorts <laughs> for good luck. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So we obviously have a co-host. Um, I'm sure you've seen him a little bit. Come here. <laughs> Doggo. So you get to guess, you get three guesses. And if you get it right, you will get, um, what do you want? You want to send him like a Ranger Report t-shirt? Oh, we're going to send him stuff anyway, because he's been on twice now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, and hell, we'll put a nameplate on the back. Just says <laughs> There you go. 
All right. So I'll give you a hint to start. Uh, it's Texas Rangers involved. And so Am I guessing you, the name of the dog? Yeah, trying to guess the yes. name. Okay, so, all right, all right. He's a black chihuahua. Go. <laughs> Nolan. Close. Good guess. That's a really good guess. Express? No. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's not yet. But he's not yet, yeah. He will be. Former Rangers player. Pitcher? No. Nope. nope. It's going to be a Hall of Famer. Going to be a Hall of Famer. He hit 3,000 hits when he was playing for the Rangers. Oh, Beltre? There yes, you go. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks All right, for the, joining us, bud. Yeah, the only person yeah, we've had on more than you is, is Zach Kent because uh, we had him on a couple of weeks ago, or actually have been more than two months ago now, and he had his best start of the year, so he actually texted us and said, can I come on again? <laughs> he wanted to come on. During the days that he pitched, he wanted to come on. The days that he pitched. So we had him on like four times, five yeah, times. Yeah, you guys and your superstitions, man. <laughs> yeah, so so he he started coming on. And I mean, he's rocked the shit ever since. So, hey, we're good. we're bringing good luck to you. And, yeah. hey, if, if TK wants to, uh, you know, enjoy the love, get him, tell, tell, tell him to get on the Ranger Report. All right, all right. Hey, Mason, we really appreciate your time today, man. I know you're busy. And say yes, I'm sir, sorry I'm to your mama. <laughs> yeah, tell, no, tell your mom we're sorry. No, all, all right, Mason, have a great day, man. All right, later, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.